Welcome to Generation Justice. I'm Polly Dinecla. And I'm Alden Bruce. Generation Justice is a multimedia project that trains youth to create media that inspires social change. Tonight we're celebrating successful New Mexicans who also happen to be part of the GJ Fellowship, a career pipeline for young journalists of color to build their skills while becoming the next generation of socially conscious media makers. This evening we'll be speaking to my co-host Polly Deniclaw, who is part of Generation Justice's first cohort of fellows. She just finished a national fellowship in New York City with the CUNY J School, funded by the Knight Foundation. Polly worked with Maria Inojosa at Latino USA for this summer. We'll also be interviewing and welcoming Tamara Kolaki. She joins us as GJ's newest fellow. In our commitment to you, the community, we will also share upcoming community events. And as usual, we have some amazing music picked by our GJ youth producers. Now we'll hand it off to our music host, Pilar Monfaletto. The first song that I'll be playing for you tonight is Kids by MGMT. MGMT is a group that got their start showing music that they liked to friends in college and expanded worldwide. With their first album, Oracular Spectacular, they came up with the song Kids. This song is about the innocence of being a child, the idea of dreaming and having those dreams come true. Now we'll speak with Polly Deniclaw, an award-winning Diné journalist who has spent the last two years with Generation Justice. She will share her experience of being a national fellow for the Knight CUNY J Summer Program in New York City. Now here's Generation Justice's director, Roberta Rael, with Polly Deniclaw. Polly, I am just so, so honored to be able to have this, this moment with you and to be able to talk with you about your past summer and um, just everything that you've been able to achieve in just a few months. So thank you for giving me this opportunity to sit down with you this evening. I'm so happy to be here with you, Roberta. Will you do me a favor and just um, introduce yourself or tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hello, my name is Polly Dinekla. I am meadow people born for towering house people. I am from Manuelito, New Mexico, and I am a senior at the University of New Mexico studying multimedia journalism with a minor in Native American studies. And I am a GJ first year fellow, a Knight CUNY J fellow, and I'm really, really happy to be here. Well, let me be the first to formally welcome you home. Um, welcome home to New Mexico after spending the summer in New York City. And yes, you started as a GJ fellow back in 2013. So it's been a very short two years. A lot has happened in that time frame. Um, tell me a little bit more about this internship that you were in. Um, it's called the Knight CUNY J Summer Internship. And so help me to understand the Knight and CUNY J, because I know CUNY is a really wonderful journalism school in New York City. 
Yes, it is. So the Knight CUNY J Summer Internship Program, it's funded by the Knight Foundation, okay. and that's why Knight is in there. And the CUNY stands for the City University of New York, and it's through their Graduate School of Journalism, which is one of the best in the country. Okay, and um, this internship, is it was a national internship, and so can you just tell us a little bit more about that, and would you include talking about the application proce process? Yeah, so this was a national internship. Um, the application process was very um, intense. I had to provide a resume, cover letter, two writing samples, fill out the application, have two letters of recommendations. Um, I also took a grammar test, and I also did two interviews, one for the Knight CUNY J Summer Internship, but we also, through the internship, got placed at different um, internships. And I was lucky enough to interview for NPR's Latino USA, and that's where I spent my summer. That is so amazing. And I want to go back to the application process really quickly. So yes, it sounds like it was very intense. I know at that time you were still in school here at UNM. You were um, still continuing to work on a fellowship with us and um, having an intense application process like that, which is really similar to what you would do for going into graduate school in journalism. Um, and I, I just kind of want to acknowledge also that your first year as a fellow with us, you were introduced to Maria Hinojosa as Maria is a really great friend of Generation Justices and she spends time with all of our fellows. Um, we, of course, really focus on her media and the work that she produces out of Futuro Media, her own production company. And at that time, I remember that you said to me, I want to work with her. I want to go be with her and work with her and learn from her. And so um, congratulations to you because you manifested that. Like you put that out and you also did all the hard work to get there. But you manifested it. Where two years ago in 2013, I don't think that you saw yourself in New York working with Maria Hinojosa. And just a few weeks ago, you were there. Yeah, I... You know, at the beginning of my fellowship, I remember the moment that I met Maria and was really in her presence. And she's so strong and she's so powerful and strong-willed and an amazing journalist. And I really, really admire her. And in a lot of ways, she did change, like, the course of my journalism career because she was like you know you are an American journalist and she always like in our sh in our sessions would just be like you have important stories to tell and I never I I really honestly didn't see myself being able to one afford to live in New York City for the summer and intern with her but I did and it was the most life-changing experience of my life because I just got to learn so much from her, just observing her and how she carried herself and how she conducted interviews and just even hearing her tracking for her script every week was an amazing, like I just learned so much from just being around her and the other amazing producers at Lusa. Absolutely, because I know that they have just 
um, top-notch folks that are at Futuro Media and for the most part are all journalists of color. They are, yeah. Um, Polly, so share with me maybe two or three of your highlights from, it can be from living in New York or it can be um, through the experiences that you had at the internship with uh, Knight CUNY or even um, a little bit more if you want to share about your experience with working with Latino USA. So a couple of the highlights of living in New York City was one, realizing like how big like the media like groups are there because Mm -hmm. it's just so like there there's so many opportunities there and I think when you're going through graduate school or when you're going through a journalism program like I am you know they always tell you like oh my gosh it's so hard to get a job as a journalist but once you are in New York City and you see like all these media outlets and you know at the J school, they were just like connecting us with so many different opportunities there and being able to like network with other journalists who believe in us and who are passing us the torch and saying, you know, we tried as much as we could to change what we could. And now we're gonna help you come into the spaces where you need to be to like take on that challenge. And that was probably one of the biggest highlights was like being past that torch because every you know journalist that we talked to every reporter that we talked to was just like we tried and we did as much as we could and now it's your turn and we're going to help you get there and that to me was amazing because being a young journalist of color especially from rural New Mexico you know you don't see yourself in New York City you don't see yourself at these big national outlets and that was really cool And another um, highlight was being surrounded by 20 young, amazing journalists of color who I know I'm going to be friends with for the rest of my life and who will always support me and look out for me. I mean, even when I was there, two, two of my friends sent me internship applications specifically looking for people wanting to cover Native America. And it's offered through the Huffington Post. And so I was just like, I'm so blessed and honored to like be friends with them and have them support me in a way that I I never thought would happen, especially because there is a competitive element to our internship because, you know, five of us will be given scholarships to go to the CUNY Journalism School. Full rides, Full ride, yeah. It's really interesting. And, um, you know, maybe the nature of the people who were brought there was to be more cooperative and to share versus be competitive in some ways. Yeah. But, yeah. We, we are a family. And that was something that was beautifully manifested during my summer at, in the program was just we became so close. It's amazing. Now, I know one of the other things that you were able to do was um, you produced a piece for Latino USA along with Maria Hinojosa. And I'd like you to tell us a little bit about your the piece that you produced. I did. I produced um, a piece called The Beauty Guru Paradox, and it was for um, their beauty show that aired on July, tw- that went up on to their website July 24th. And you can find that at latinousa.org. And... It's a piece where I really um, wanted to share why, like, 
I watch YouTube and why I wear makeup and really looking at what that does. Um, just because, you know, I watch YouTube videos all the time and they're always saying like my favorite YouTubers are like, love yourself and be proud of who you are and, you know, be proud of your flaws. But at the same time, they're telling me how to apply makeup so that I can cover what I see as flaws. Mm. And so it's this like paradox. And I really explored that um, with Maria and we talked about it and it is an, it's an amazing and powerful piece. And I've gotten so many um, positive feedback. Your first national piece that you produce. That's amazing. Yeah. I never thought I would be here. <laughs> I never thought that would happen. But it is your truth. Yeah. yeah. So tell me a little bit about what has been maybe the biggest shift as you reflect back on New York. What's, what's has shifted inside of you? The biggest shift that I've had after, you know, being in New York for a summer was just realizing that I can do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I do come from a small town in a rural part of New Mexico. And I always thought, you know, I can be a journalist in the Southwest. I can do that. Mm -hmm. I know I can. But being able to be a national journalist and have my perspectives and my voice and how I see the world shared nationally was something that I could never see happening. And this summer it did. Mm -hmm. And I know that I am talented enough, that I am driven enough, that I am intelligent enough to go to the places that I want to go. And, you know, I'm looking into graduate school and CUNY, CUNY J School, Columbia, um, NYU, you know, I'm applying there because I know that I can do it. And I know that in, in the program, I will flourish <laughs> and I will have so many opportunities that I would not have in the Southwest and I'll be able to handle it and again, bring it back to my community and be able to come back here and do the things that I wanna do and give my community a voice because that is the core of why I'm in journalism. And I think that that's something that I'm gonna continue to remember because you know, when you're in New York, you kind of get sucked into that idea of like being on the East Coast. But I think that my, my ties to the Southwest are so strong that even while I was there, I was like, how can I report on Native America? How can I report on the Southwest even though I'm here? Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just, it was amazing. Well, I just want to, again, congratulate you. And I'm so happy for you, Polly. I'm so, so delighted that you had that experience this summer. And I know you had never been to New York prior to the summer, and it sounds like um, you you felt so comfortable being there, and you were in a great community. And there's like I'm just so proud of you, and I'm so happy that Generation Justice played a very small role in that part of your journey. And I know I'm so confident that the rest of your dreams 
you're going to be able to manifest because you have all of that internal strength to overcome any internal and external barriers. And you're a beautiful representation of New Mexico. Thank you so much, Roberta. Is there anybody else you'd like to give a shout out to or you'd like to thank? Um, I would just really like to thank Joanna Hernandez, who was our program director, who made my dreams come true, who selected me and thought that I was amazing enough and that I would benefit from this program enough um, to select me. And she, you know, picked an amazing group of people and she brought in the most amazing journalists to talk to us and to guide us. And, you know, I got a mentor, her name is Carmen Cusido, and she is just so amazing as well. And Lisa Armstrong, who helped me improve my writing and my journalism skills and my reporting. And also, I really, really want to thank Daisy Rosario, who was my supervisor this summer at Latino USA, who really spent time talking with me and guiding me and telling me that I am great enough to be in New York City and to flourish, and she sees that in me. And that was amazing to hear from her. And of course, you know, being around Maria Hinojosa and just soaking in her energy and just being around her was amazing. Um, And also Michael Simon Johnson, who helped me produce my piece and condense down the thoughts that I had into a beautiful storyline. He really helped me do that. And, you know, I'm just, again, shout out to my night cuny j fam who i know will always be there for for me and i love all of you so much thank you polly thank you for sharing with us your summer experience with the night cuny j intern summer internship program and thank you for coming back to new mexico um, and for continuing with us at generation justice i will always come back to new mexico and uh, you know, thank you so much, Roberta, for everything that you've done for me and for everything that Generation Justice has done for me because I would not be where I am right now without Generation Justice. And that is something that I will always cherish and always value. Thank you, Polly. Congratulations and thank you, Polly. I want to second what Roberta said. Your growth and talent never ceases to amaze me, and I'm really glad that you had this opportunity and that opportunities like this exist in the nation. Um, I look forward to what you do next, very much so. And now I'm going to kick it over to Pilar Monfaletto with our next song. The next song is called A Red Skin Girl by a Tribe Called Red. This is a favorite song chosen by Polly, and it is a perfect mesh of staying true to your roots while not living in the past. It incorporates traditional drum beats with modern fusion. This 
This is Generation Justice. I'm Polly Dineklaw. Next, we'll be hearing from one of our newest fellows, Tamara Kalaki. Tamara is a graduate from the Institute of American Indian Arts and comes to us from Walatoa. Here's GJ's second year fellow, Christina Rodriguez with Tamara Kalaki. Thank you, Polly. I'm Christina Rodriguez and I'm here with Tamara and I'm so excited to be here in the studio with you today and to be able to be part of the welcoming process of you being a new fellow here at Generation Justice. So just again, welcome to our Generation Justice family. Thank you. And um, hello, thank you for having me here, Christina. Um, my name is Tamara Kalaki, and I'm from Hamas Pueblo, which is also called, we call Walatoa. And um, I am a recent graduate from the Institute of American Indian Arts, and I just received my BFA in New Media Arts and a certificate in Business and Entrepreneurship. So yeah, I was... Um, born here in Albuquerque and adopted and raised in Hamas Pueblo for my full life. And it's so nice to have you here and congratulations on your BFA and it's like a really awesome time in your life to also be able to experience Generation Justice and it's so good to have you here. And what is it about Generation Justice that made you apply for our fellowship? Well, I first heard about Generation Justice from a very dear friend. Her name is Christina M. Castro, and um, she has always been my mentor throughout my lifetime, and she really believes in a lot about me, and she always encourages me. So when she sent me this great opportunity, and I read the description, it fit very perfectly to what I want to do with my life, and that is using multimedia as a, a way to create change. and. Um, yeah, I, I, um, she sent a post and shared a link to my Facebook and told me apply. And when I looked at the deadline, it was due the next day. So <laughs> it was very <laughs> exciting to, tr to start the application process and finish it in one full day. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you, you managed to. <laughs> I know when I read the application, or I read the the link that I was immediately knew that it was something for me as well. And so I, I just think that's really interesting that the fellowship seems to attract people that it's just like a drive inside them. And, and can you tell me a little bit more about your drive for multimedia and storytelling? Well, my, my drive for multimedia and storytelling began, began at a young, very, very young age. Um, I think the first time I experienced journalism was when I was a fifth grader and um, there was a, a journalism workshop that was brought to our village by, um, his name was Craig um, Esquibel. I think, I hope I said his last name right, but um, he brought some, some young native journalists to come and um, produce a newspaper with us. And it was a very great experience. And that was the first time I put my hands into storytelling for, for newspaper. And after that, I, I got to, I, I think a year later, I got to experience being on a movie production. And it was for the, those, the Tony Hillerman movies. And they were called A Thief in Time and Coyote Awaits. So um, they were filming that just not too far off from my village. And my, my mother, who was always encouraging me to experience new things and gain knowledge on everything in the world, took me and my friends to this movie production and we got a tour 
by the camera driver and he he introduced us to some of the actors and the directors and the crew so it was a very great experience and after that I um, I told my mom this is what I want to do you know I want to be a movie maker I want to be a part of a cool thing cool project like this when I get older this is what I want to do as a living so it's it's always been a part of me um, music's always been a part of my life and yeah I, I love all of multimedia everything that goes to it because it's a collaborative art and I love working with people and we totally open we have open arms to you and all of your talents can you talk a little bit more about what you hope to bring to generation justice and your talents what i hope to bring to generation justice is my strengths and um, also my unique story and voice and perspective being um, from a mixed race and also growing up on the reservation i have a lot of perspectives on reservation life and how i view the world as a whole. So uh, that's what I would hope to bring to Generation Justice. Just my knowledge and also to gain knowledge from others. And what do you look forward to, to learning about and growing with, with Generation Justice in this next year? Um, what I hope to learn about is more about the social justice issues that are currently happening now in our world today. I'd like to learn more and dig deep more about them and also to create projects that will help create and shift things to change for positive in these issues. So I, I really love to learn more about what ju Generation Justice stands for and also what we all stand for as a family. So I, I really love to get to know everybody and what their values are and what they believe in. So I'm very excited about that. I think you're you're in the right place because we all have, you know, we all have the same vision, but we have different ways of getting there and of expressing ourselves and at what stage we are in and finding our own voice and, and using that voice. And so, I think you're you're in good hands. <laughs> um, so why are you so passionate about storytelling or media making, or how do you see the overlap in all of these different careers? Well, I'm. I think that I'm very passionate about storytelling because I believe that we all have a story to share and for a long time I've, I always made up stories about my life, about the possible outcomes of my life, you know. Um, as, from a young age I was always searching for my identity, you know, being, being mixed and living on the reservation. I was constantly trying to find myself and I would always create these stories about myself and try to, you know, think of who am I, you know, oh, I'm this person, I come up with this story, I'm, I'm this, this person, I'm related to this Latina woman, and, or I'm this person, I'm related to this Pueblo woman, you know, I always come up with stories, so it was just, I guess, a time for me to find myself, and through that I found a passion in storytelling, and yeah that's what I really feel I think that's really beautiful and that's something when I was young I would write stories as a way of finding myself and thinking about the life around me and, and using that creativity that it takes to to really open your mind to the world so I really admire that about you thanks and your storytelling isn't limited to just words either I know that you're also a pretty visual person like I am so can you tell me a little bit about that 
Um, well, I I love to write, and I've also, I also love to write music as well. I also play the keyboard. I learned at a um, I think I was 16, 17 when my mother bought me my first keyboard. I um, started singing in church when I was 13, so I've always been in front of an audience singing or um, also when I was very younger, um, our BIA school had a Christmas play every Christmas time. So I was always in front of people, you know, with the script or or dancing. So I was always performing in front of people. And as I got into high school, after my experience being on a movie production, I started to get into um, creating stories through filmmaking and um, also through animation. So it was very, very great experience because it helped me realize this is what I want to do. You know, I love all of multimedia and it's very hard to choose what is my favorite because I love it all. And you were telling me earlier that you just entered your first film festival. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, um, my f- the same friend that actually shared the Generation Justice link, her and I and her daughter went on a trip to Chimayo and we decided to film the process. And we told ourselves that we were gonna just record everything, record the sound, record our voices, record the, the singing wire playing the songs, which was at that time playing. So we just went out there, we took a camera, um, the camera died on us, so we started using her iPad and we had a little Zoom recorder. So throughout the whole trip, we we just told each other that we'll let the universe tell its story and we'll just with the tools that we have, with the technology we have, we'll capture whatever the universe is trying to tell us. And so we gathered the footage and it was a very, very beautiful time. We looked through all the footage and finally fit the pieces of the puzzle together. So it became this very beautiful piece. And I hope you guys get to see it soon. I hope so too. I think that's such a beautiful form of media to let things happen naturally and to to capture it for its natural beauty. It doesn't need to be so structured in a lot of ways. And I think in the journalism world, we forget that. And in real life, we forget that too. And and so I really admire that. I think that's really cool that you've done that. Thanks. And another thing that we always talk about at Generation Justice and something that I've learned to try and hold in myself when I work is that we we succeed because of the people that come before us and, and we stand on the shoulders of giants and we continue the struggle, but we, we move forward and we find inspiration and, and motivation. So I'm, I'm just wondering for you, whose shoulders do you stand on and what, what propels you forward? I guess um, I could say the main shoulders that I stand are on are the creator who has given me life and has given me my story and after that I would say my ancestors you know through their prayers and their strength and their resilience we wouldn't be where we are today so those are also some other people I like to honor and after that would be my family you know they've always loved loved me and encouraged me to go far in life and to believe in myself and to have strength no matter what happens in life so yeah and also my friends who are also the same they're always there for me encouraging me and loving me and I I love to thank them for everything they've done for me all my life I think 
That's so beautiful. And I'm so glad that you've shared so much of your story with us here at Generation Justice. I know I've learned so much from you, even in this past week and a half or so. And I just, I can't wait to continue working with you. Thank you. I can't wait to start working with you, getting to know you and everybody here at Generation Justice. I'm very excited for the year and I'm very excited to be part of this family. And I also know that you've been going through a lot of transitions in this last couple of months, just graduating and moving forward and choosing Generation Justice. So do you mind talking a little bit more about that? Well, um, I think this is a very, very beautiful opportunity that I was given and it came at a very perfect time for me and this transition from college life to professional career life is very beautiful to see. Um, I'm very excited to see how I grow and where I end up. Thank you. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Um, I'd like to thank everyone here at Generation Justice and um, thank you for welcoming me and being very kind to me and very open to me and sharing all your stories with me and I'm very excited to be working with all you inspiring young people. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tamara. I just, again, I want to welcome you to our Generation Justice crew, and I can't wait to continue learning alongside you and growing alongside you. And it just makes me so happy that our paths have crossed and that you're here now. So thank you again. Definitely. Thank you very much. I'm very excited. I want to congratulate you, Tamara, on your fellowship. Um, I'm really excited, and I'm really excited to be working with you over the next year. I find your story to be so powerful and so beautiful, and I want to thank you for sharing that with us tonight. Um, I think, you know, being a first-year fellow and also, you know, witnessing the second-year fellowship and now again the third, um, it just is so amazing to see young people like myself who are so driven and so passionate about creating media and creating it, you know, to create change is so amazing and so beautiful. And I also want to welcome you into our Generation Justice family. And I'm so happy that you decided to be here with us and be a part of our family. And congratulations. I look forward to working with you over the next year. Thank you. I look forward to it, too. Now I'm going to bring Tamara back to introduce our next song. And the next song is called Warrior by Jimmy Shendo and Moeti. And the reason why I chose this song was because it was a very special song written by my uncle, Jimmy Shendo, and also performed by my father, Mike D. Sandoval, and the band Moeti. And this song is just um, talking about how you're chosen, you're a warrior and you're a spiritual warrior and you're chosen for this world to tell your story. And I thought that it would fit perfectly for the show. Thank you.
We've reached the point in our show where we take some time to celebrate our communi- community. And a very hearty welcome to Quetz Mashika, to Generation Justice as one of our newest youth producers. She's our calendar host tonight alongside longtime member Izzy Mustafa. Thank you, Polly and Alden. It is now time for our community calendar. I'm your calendar host, Izzedine Mustafa. And I'm your host, Quetzpalin Mashika. This month, we have many events ranging from book clubs to legal advice and much, much more. You know what, Izzy? There's such a wide variety of books out there, I can't seem to read them all. Well then, Bookworks has something for you. Bookworks is hosting its monthly teen book club on Saturday, August 15th at 4.30 p.m. They will be discussing the book Me and Earl and the Dying Girl by Jesse Andrews. If you're unable to bake it, no worries. Next month, they'll be discussing Prada and Prejudice by Manny Hubbard. That event is happening on September 19th. To learn more, contact Bookworks at 505-344-8136 or visit their website at bkwrks.com to see their full schedule. If books aren't your thing, then come see Teatro Paraguas, which presents Word All Over. Overall, a fully bilingual stage performance of poetry featuring the world's most beloved poets, Walt Whitman and Pablo Neruda. Actors will perform the poems in both English and Spanish, directed by Dan Bohorst. And viewers are in for a treat. The performance will feature recently discovered Neruda poems. It will be happening on August 13th through 16th, Tuesday through Saturday at 7.30 p.m. and on Sunday at 2 p.m. in Santa Fe at Teatro Paraguas. For reservations, call 505-424-1601. Hey Izzy, have you heard of Lollapalooza? The music festival with all the gnarly bands and stuff? No, Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza? What's that? Tell me more. Lollapalooza is an event at Los Padillas Community Center that offers legal advice. That sounds great. When is it? Thanks for asking. It's on Thursday, August 13th from 3 to 6 p.m. That's awesome. You know what else is awesome? Your health and cool hats. One Hope Centro de Vida Health Center will have a dinner and other activities to promote and highlight their work offering health services to underinsured, uninsured, and uninsurable patients. This will be Change Your Attitude, which will be happening on August 27th from 7 to 10 p.m. at East Central Ministries. For more information, contact 505-266-3590. Every month, Bookworks hosts a plethora of authors that come to share their work. Next Sunday at 3 p.m., Irene Bleh will be at Bookworks talking about her novel, Daughters of the West Mesa. Daughters of the West Mesa is based on the true story about the 11 women who were found on the West Mesa. That's a really tragic story, and it's important that we don't forget these women, and as a community, we should come together and not let their deaths be ignored. Well, you know, Izzy, Youth got together this summer to discuss topics that affect young people in Albuquerque. You know, I did hear a little bit about it. What, what were the issues raised again? Issues such as rape culture, child abuse, police brutality, and standardized testing were brought up by the youth at the Organizing Youth Engagement Conference, and they want to continue the conversation and take action. Yo, that's really cool that youth are coming together to talk about these very real issues. There will be an event on Saturday, August 15th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Health Leadership High School to continue the conversation about these topics brought up by youth. There will be team building exercises and action plans created. 
Make sure to RSVP by Tuesday, August 11th, by calling Krista Douglas at 505-821-3574 if you plan on attending. And that's the end of our community calendar. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Quetz. And I'm Izzadine. One love, y'all. Back to Pilar with some fresh tunes. Next is Don't Stop by Fleetwood Mac, an uplifting song that talks about being optimistic no matter what, and that there's always tomorrow to look forward to, no matter how hard life gets. The famous group from the 70s created this song to give hope to the younger generation, to keep going, keep faith, and hope. Thank you for joining us this evening as we welcomed back and welcomed in our fellows. Generation Justice continues to grow and prosper in providing an avenue for young voices. I'd like to once again welcome our new fellow Tamara Kalaki to our Generation Justice family and thank you so much for sharing your story with us tonight. Shout out to Christina Rodriguez and Roberta Rael for conducting tonight's interviews. Thank you to our calendar hosts for tonight's show, Izzy Mustafa and Quetz Mashika. Also, a huge thanks to Pilar Monfaletto for tonight's amazing music, and thanks to Jakia Fuller for engineering. Production assistance for tonight's program came from Christina Rodriguez, George Luna Peña, Melissa Harris, Roberta Rael, and Camaria Umi. And last, but certainly not least, much appreciation to all of our youth members here at Generation Justice. We couldn't do what we do without you. Over the next few weeks, you'll be meeting several of our newest youth producers. We'd love for you to stay connected with us by checking out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to all of our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and much, much more. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe. We're also active on social media, so please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Tweet, tweet. And Instagram. Chick, chick. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Konama Health Foundation, and, of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. I'm your host, Polly Dineklaw. And I'm your co-host, Alden Bruce. To end our program tonight, we'll leave you with a few closing songs. Up next on KUNM is Spoken Word. See you next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Stay on fleek on the streets. The last few songs for tonight are Brave by Sarah Bareilles, Parachute featuring Thesis by Strange Fruit Project, Bright by Echo Smith, Just Don't Let Go by Hello Goodbye, No Matter Where You Are by Us the Duo, and No Matter Where You Are by Us the Duo. These songs are about power, hope, and love for ourselves and others. I was your music host for tonight. Peace and love, Pilar Monfaletto.